So this episode is going to involve me talking quite a bit about sex. So if, you know, you're listening to this in a fairly public place, moving to earphones or like, you know, your own kind of area might be pretty good. But anyways, now that I've said that, considering the kind of content that I will be talking about on this episode, it's only right that I start with a story whereby a certain former porn star who made quote unquote well over a million dollars is now a pastor. Now, Normally, I'd be making jokes about this because, you know, this kind of quote-unquote transformation seems very great and there's tons of stuff that can be said about this. But in this case, considering that he has taken a more spiritual route, I am inclined to actually, you know, pull back and not say anything. Although, I do actually have to admit that this isn't really much of a transformation for him because in as much as it's a different industry, the practice is still more or less the same. It is still screwing people and getting paid for it. Also, if you kind of think about it, whenever he finishes, people are still looking at him. And they're usually happy afterwards, I believe. So, in some ways, I feel like he hasn't had that much of a transformation at all. But anyways, as the story reads, Joshua Broom filmed more than 1,000 X-rated movies under his old stage name, Rocco Reed. However, after six years, he decided to quit the industry in 2012 because it caused him a quote-unquote tremendous amount of emotional trauma. Now, in 2014, he came across his future wife, Hope, who he met at a gym. The pair decided to go for a run together and Broom was amazed how Hope refused to judge him for his past. After getting to know one another, Hope invited Broom to church where he suddenly felt a quote-unquote spiritual awakening and after that, Broom studied biblical theology prior to marrying Hope in 2016. The couple now have three sons together. Broom currently works as a pastor at the Good News Baptist Church in Cedar Rapids, Iowa and also teaches and preaches around the country. Speaking out on the downsides of porn, he said, and I quote, It's so harmful, you're saying it's okay to consume a person like a product, and if you treat people like products, every aspect of your life is going to be detrimental. End quote. Alright, alright. First of all, there are a couple of things that I have to question here. Like, firstly, was his spiritual awakening a boner because he suddenly liked the shorty, or was it actually something that he felt in his spirits? Because it might be a little bit hard to decipher that. Because, first of all, the article had it in quotes. So, maybe he just felt his boner go up and, you know, he felt that it was a spiritual awakening considering that, you know, you need to be in high spirits for, you know, stuff to come up and shit. And honestly, like, don't get me wrong, it's not that I'm saying that everything he said is a lie, but considering that he is a pastor and this story is coming out fairly recently, you know, after he transformed, how the hell is it that he can explain making quote-unquote well over a million dollars? Like... Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that his story is fake or that he can't make that much. It's just that porn stars aren't very well paid. And while some of the female porn stars do actually make quite a good amount of money, you know, the celebrity ones, the high-rated ones, like, they actually don't make all that much. And the men make even less. So how the hell can you say that this guy made over a million dollars from porn? Like... I don't know, I'm questioning that story for a little bit. But anyways, since that was just mentioned in the title, I'm gonna take it as clickbait, give it the benefit of the doubt, and be happy because unlike before when he'd have to come so that he can get paid, this time he gets to come to his senses. Anyways, 
That said, we should definitely get this show on the road. So in our very unlubricated fashion, we like to go in by saying, Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one Break Time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who considers jumping to conclusions his favorite form of cardio, because, you know, coming to conclusion could be a form of pleasure. He is a man who once believed that MILF was a combination of milk and beef. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I get to say a bunch of things about porn stars, somebody gets pissed, I talk about the clit and you disagree, but at some point I do come to a conclusion. And if you do disagree or you agree with that conclusion but you'd like to give feedback, then the place to hit me up on is on IG at Breaktime on Westside is the IG handle to hit me up on. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at Bagaka the D. And if you're on any of those apps, then a nice follow would be appreciated as well. I'm not saying that you have to. I'm just asking that, you know, you could if you want to. Now, if you are also using an app that allows for ratings and reviews, a nice rating and or review will also be highly appreciated. You know, shoots me up the charts, gets it to more people, you know, so that we can tell more people to listen in and, you know, give feedback and shit. You know, it's almost like a cycle. But anyways, that aside, that aside, I do want to move it on to our main topic of today because I feel like it is something that is a a very touchy topic, pun intended. You'll realize why later. And I do want to get into that straight away. But before I do that, we need to talk about King Richard. Yes, the the person that got Will Smith an Oscar and had him banned from, from the Oscars and shit. But I'm not going to talk about Will Smith. I'm actually talking about the real King Richard Williams, who is the father of Venus and Serena Williams. Now, he was in the middle of a divorce process around the same time the Oscars happened, but his ex-wife went in to stop the process, citing that they have, and I quote, a sizzling sex life. Now, of course, you know, all of us that are a little bit smart about this, you know, we know very well that she probably went back there because of the guap. But the story itself actually sounds particularly interesting, so I'll just read it for you. So Lakeisha Williams, uh, aged 43, has requested that she and 80-year-old Richard, or King Richard Williams, still enjoy a sizzling sex life despite dementia and multiple strokes he has suffered, and she wants a judge to put a stop to their divorce. Now her attorney says, and I quote, The wife believes that the parties have reconciled and have engaged in an active marital life, including having regular weekly sexual relations including but not limited to January 9th of 2022, the night before filing this motion. End quote. Alright, you can call me weird for the number of puns that I'll just pull out of this entire story because I feel like there's a lot of them. And I'm also thinking of how it is that this woman would have actually approached the judge, you know, let's hope that she's not a Karen, and tried to explain the entire thing. Because imagine you going and saying that a man who's around 80 years old, who's been suffering multiple strokes, has been giving you multiple strokes and you've been enjoying that shit. Like, imagine the judge busy looking at you like, Excuse me, so you're telling me that this man who's been suffering multiple strokes has been having you enjoying multiple strokes at the same time. Mrs. Williams, can you tell me for certain that you are not enjoying yourself while your husband, or should I say ex-husband almost, is actually suffering from strokes? 
and this entire time this Lakeisha woman has to be over there just trying to explain no 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 the strokes that I'm enjoying are different from the strokes that he's suffering because at that point it's going to be very clear that she is profiting from his misery like this man is giving up orgasms and his heart while this woman is clearly just enjoying shit and yet the truth of it is she is profiting from his potential misery which is death so that she can be the next in line to be receiving all of the money that you know this guy makes from from the movie and shit and all the merchandise and everything because considering that the movie itself has an oscar and everything not that the oscar means that it'll get more money and shit but the amount of money that this guy will be making from like the endorsement deals in some way or another because of ads and shit because now he's like super famous plus there's like you know him being invited to go on like talk shows and shit and talk about how he influenced his daughters to become like the best tennis players on the planet and shit like this woman will definitely have a slice of that pie as long as she's married to him and continues to stay with him and you know give him quote unquote sizzling sex but all in all i guess the final decision does rest with the judge on whether the divorce proceedings should continue and more so with king richard himself who'll decide whether he wants to take his wife back whether he wants to you know continue the marriage and continue suffering strokes and enjoying giving strokes either way it's all about their love and their bond so in the very typical saying it's different strokes for different folks anyways we should definitely move it on from that and move it on to our main topic of today and sometime last week i actually stumbled upon a very interesting reel while i was on ig it was this lady who did this social experiment where she went around with the diagram of a vagina an animated picture of a vagina and what she did was she'd be asking random guys to show her where the clip is now of course it's you know random it's in you know some very interesting part of of the uk and a bunch of guys were busy showing why they think it is and interestingly enough all of them got it wrong like literally each and every single one of the guys in that reel got it wrong and it was such an interesting reel that i ended up sending it to a female friend of mine and obviously she was like oh how the hell is it the guys don't know where the clip is and while i was fortunate enough to actually know where on that diagram it was plus considering that you know there's editing done so there's definitely guys who might have gotten it right that weren't featured there i do hear that quite a lot like there's this whole thing of guys can't find the clit and guys do not pleasure women well blah 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 lesbians use it against us all the time straight women use it against us all the time and hell even some sex therapists use that on us guys like we don't know how to give it very very well and Personally, I've always felt like straight guys get a lot of flack for this because we're always being accused of not knowing how to give good sex and you know we don't know how to find the g-spot and we don't know how to find the clitoris and a lot of those times I feel as though it's not even entirely our fault. So I figured you know what how about I come through today and I actually defend the man's honor because I feel as though that IG reel really spoke a lot of shit about us guys. It made it seem as though the majority of guys do not know where the clit is and frankly even though that could be true there is a pretty good reason for that shit. Although I have to start by admitting yes a lot of us actually a huge majority of us do not know where the clit is. Like I know it sounds like I'm starting on the wrong foot but I will sort of redeem myself a little bit later because when you kind of think about it a lot of us guys go just simply bang and then bounce 
or we go and we have sex and we just lie back because usually for the majority of us the moment we get done banging the sex is over like we went we got the goods and we're good enough to bounce or you know cuddle and you know make her feel good and shit and then eventually bounce so it's not like we'd be thinking about oh i'm going to go and you know make sure i learn where the clit is and you know i go and you know figure out how to pleasure it and shit and i will agree for most of us we don't know where the clit is and it's not like we really care to know where it actually is i will admit that for a fact the majority of us do not care to know where a woman's clit or g-spot are and yes it seems bad and it sounds very very inconsiderate for us to do that shit but i have to say it's not entirely our fault like we have to get to know about ourselves first and our dicks and how our bodies perform and the kind of pleasure that we get so by the time we have to get to know about a woman's body and pleasuring a woman it's not something that we'll be particularly good at like we first of all want to make sure that we have a good dick game all right like want to make sure that we can fuck and we can fuck right now telling us that we have to go and learn about the vagina and learn about the different points where the pleasure is applied how to give it finding the g-spot and shit it's not a very easy thing to do for a lot of guys like we're busy trying to learn how to conquer places and you know be the best men that we can be so finding the 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 extra brain space to go and figure out where the clit is and how to pleasure it might seem a little bit hard because one of the worst things about it is it's not like the clit is an easy place to find like it's not like it's particularly labeled or it looks the same on every single vagina first of all every single vagina is different like there's different shapes to it there's different ways that it looks you know there's the innies there's the outies there's the ones with the massive labias there's the ones that have a small labia there's a way it looks when it's shaved and when it's not shaved like there's so much to learn about it then you're telling me about a position in the vagina or around the vagina where it's specifically made for pleasure and you know the most number of nerve endings are there and it's not even labeled there's no map to that shit how the fuck do you expect us to go ahead and start trying to learn where it is like ask me to find a pulse like there's certain points on your body where you can find it and it's pretty easy to know ask me where a clit is it's not like a clit gives a pulse how the fuck am i supposed to know where that shit is and anyways when you actually kind of think about it the main reason why women actually know where the clit is is because it's on their body like i kid you the fuck not if it wasn't for the fact that it's on their body they probably wouldn't know where the clit is i kid you the fuck not for a majority of women they wouldn't know where the clit is even though they tried if it wasn't on their body and if you're a lady listening to this i'm about to take this shit even further a good chunk of the reason why a lot of you tend to know a lot more about sex is because pleasuring you guys is actually harder to do simple as that it's because pleasuring you guys is harder to do so you guys will research you guys will actually look into more ways of getting more pleasure out of the sexual experience that you have because look at us guys there's not that much that pertains to making us actually not making us have pleasure you know orgasms and shit there's very little that needs to be done and for most babes usually post you know making out and like removing clothes all that y'all do is literally just suck dick stick it in for a couple of minutes and then the nigga nuts simple as that for you guys you want your g-spot pleasured you want your clip pleasured and you want the strokes to come through with all of that now there's certain positions that work well for that there's those that don't and y'all will get to learn about that shit 
because it makes it a lot more pleasurable for you guys. Now for us guys, it's simple. Play with the dick, make sure you massage the tip real nice and slow, tickle the balls a little bit, you know, probably go to the perineum because apparently like that shit can make a nigga come real quick and shit. I don't know, it's never really worked on me. And then you can make a nigga come. Like for you guys, you know that it's very, very easy to extract a nut from a guy. But I kid you the fuck not, if I make that shit a little bit harder, a lot of you actually tend to fall apart in the bedroom. Because take for example, if we took out head from the entire equation, alright, such that this guy does not get off from head, whether you give him head or not, this guy will not really feel anything, which is actually something that's actually quite true. Personally, for me, I don't really get off from head. So if you decide to take head away from the equation, a lot of babes do not know how to pleasure a guy besides giving them head, possibly tickling their plums if they actually like that shit and then sticking it in. But even though we left sticking it in in there, if we removed plums, if we removed the head from it, y'all barely know how to give a guy pleasure beyond that. Like a lot of y'all will struggle and will end up trying to kiss and caress a guy's entire body or the bits that you like because you think that he'll derive pleasure from those particular points. Now, truth of the matter is, a lot of us barely know jack shit about sex. Like most of us will go and implement what we think works well with us onto the other person. But considering that there's a lot of y'all that like to talk about how guys can't find the clit, it's a lot better for you guys to complain because you know that you can find it on your body as opposed to actually accepting that you know what, there's a lot of us that barely know jack shit about sex and we probably should educate ourselves a lot more about sex and you know giving pleasure and shit. Because when you kind of think about it, it's a lot easier for babes to make noise about us not doing that shit because at the end of the day, they're not exactly judged for it. Like, I'm, I'm actually going to point that one out. Y'all are rarely judged for that shit. Like a guy can have a bad sexual experience and even though he says, uh, she couldn't even make me come, uh, that pussy ain't good. Like, the mere fact that you let us hit is like, y'all got the checkbox, you're like, alright, cool. It's nice and probably the best bits are the ones that are going to be mentioned such as you know if you are wild and shit, if you liked BDSM and everything, if you are the type to ride and everything. Like for us guys, we're judged on our ability to give a woman pleasure for the entire way and while we're doing that, we have to get pleasure ourselves. Like we pretty much have more work here and we're being judged for not being able to complete the entire thing. And yet, if anything, we should be appreciated for the much that we're able to do. Because let's be honest, when it comes to sex, out of that 100% of effort, like 80% of it is put by the guy. Like 80% of all the energy exerted, hell, maybe even 90% of it is exerted by the guy. The babe is mostly stabilizing herself or positioning herself just so that she can get hit. Maybe there's some of you guys that can push it back to like 80, 70, maybe at the most 60%. But guys are definitely doing most of the work here. And instead of appreciating that shit, y'all are just complaining that we can't find the clip. Instead of helping us find the clip and then helping us make the experience a lot better for both you and me. Because when you think about it, this is almost like a journey. You know, I'm being judged for making sure that you get to your destination as well as mine. But you as the babe are busy being judged for the kind of snacks that you bring in to make the entire experience a lot more spicy. You're doing nothing to decide on the route. You're doing nothing in the name of, you know, making the conversations that we have as we're going on that road trip a lot better. You're just judging me on the fact that I took you to the destination and I didn't drop you off there 
or I only got to my destination or I didn't talk that much while we're on the journey and shit. Like I'm being judged for all of this shit and you're just being judged based on what snacks you came with. And the worst part about that is, even though you don't come with any snacks, it'll still be considered an okay journey provided that at least one of us gets to our destination and at least one of us being you. Like, don't you think it would actually be better if you decided to help with like the route and said, you know what, I think this side would be the more scenic route. You know what, instead of taking the highway, let's take the back road because it's gonna be more fun for us. And guess what, I might actually have a couple of things here and there that I can carry as a pretty good snack for the entire ride. Like, if you would contribute to that, then you definitely make the journey a hell of a lot better. But that said, let me just conclude by saying this. I agree. I agree that most of us guys don't know where the clit is and most of us guys don't care to know where the clit is and even the G-spot. And it's unfortunate that that's the thing and we definitely should actually look to learn more about the female anatomy and you know, the JJ. But even then, we shouldn't be judged for not knowing it. We simply don't care to know because it's not on our bodies. It doesn't relate to our pleasure. And for us guys, we know that our pleasure is very very simple to achieve and we stick to the simple things because we don't want to complicate things beyond where it's functional for us guys. And if anything, the reason why women tend to know so much about sex and pleasuring a woman is because they are a woman. It's because they do have the tits, they do have the vagina, so they get to know where the clit is because it's something that they've had with them since day one. And hell. If it was on a guy's body, we'd probably know exactly where the clit is. All in all, what I'm trying to say is, if it was harder to make a guy come, then we'd probably all know a hell of a lot more about sex. And I know that that sounds like a very dickish thing to say, but it is actually pretty true. Although, then again I could be lying about this, just the same way I could have been lying about everything else. So I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open. On IG, it is at Breaktime on website. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on website. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at BagakaTheD. I want to know your thoughts and feelings about this entire topic. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below. And I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>